Good evening, everyone. This is At Home with Trisha, and uh, this is my first time doing a podcast, and I totally hope that this works out very well, and uh, we can continue this after the COVID-19 epidemic pandemic ends um, and expand upon it. Uh, So, just welcome to my podcast. I'll be doing this once a week. I'll be sharing on here my journey with you with about my son and how we are experiencing um, remote learning and teletherapy uh, at home. Um, I want to be able to share with you my friends and their experiences And hopefully with that, um, we can feel a little bit less stressed out and alone and feel that we are together in this effort. Um, So for tonight, it's just me testing this whole thing out, seeing what this experience is like. Uh, If you have any questions, uh, I want to hear from you. if you want to hear from an expert, what kind of expert do you want to hear from? Therapists, teachers, um, at other advocates in, in this journey and what that looks like. Maybe we can get somebody from the Department of Education in New York City to get on the line. Um, do you want to be a part of this podcast? Do you want to lend your voice to other parents going through this and what their experience is like, by all means, email me at questions. That's Q-U-E-S-T-I-O-N-S at Perfect Pop. And Perfect Pop is P-E-R-F-E-C-T-P-O-P dot org. Um, This is a day in the life of what I have to, um, what I go through at home. Right now, we're watching The Lion King, the first one, which is a classic. And uh, right now, he loves it. So uh, he's watching that while I test this out. Uh, Let me know how you feel my volume is, if I need to be closer. Um, All the other things that you want to hear and experience throughout this podcast. Uh, I will try to do this once a week, usually on my own personal Uh, Facebook social media pages, I usually recap kind of every day of what it's like doing at least the teletherapy and um, taking pictures and videos of his experience and what that's like and um, seeing whether or not, you know, tools, techniques that um, we're using now and seeing what that looks like once we come out of this, because I mean, uh, it might be a struggle and we might have to kind of reinvent the wheel at home and figure out what that looks like. Um, I know for me, it's, it's figuring out things to help assist him at home and not necessarily having all the tools that he might be using at school at home um seeing what that looks like you know uh uh being able to support him appropriately i know for a lot of parents there's regression 
Mufas is dead. And that's another thing. Um, you know, f- focusing on what it's looking like for us once we come out of this. Um, I don't know. What what I want to hear from everybody else also, because for me, uh it's it's every week. Once a week, it's something totally different, and we're trying to relearn or pretty much reinvent the wheel after this whole thing is over with. Uh, what does that look like for you as other parents with children doing remote learning? I want to hear from my gen ed parents also. What does remote learning look like for you? Um, because I know it's tough. I mean, going back, thinking back when I was in high school, you know, we had different periods. How does that look like for your kid in the general education population? Also, my parents of children that are in gen ed but still have ICT and sets, what does that look like for you? Uh, give me your input. Share what you're going through, your ups, your downs, you know, where you're plateauing at. Um, what are your concerns uh, moving forward? This is definitely something different and new for us, our new normal, but as special um, needs parents, we're kind of used to this um, monkey wrench all the time throughout our journey and not knowing what the outcome is, but, you know, kind of flipping the coin and hoping for the best. Um, What does that look like for you? Uh, and how have you been able to manage uh, your everyday life on top of uh, helping your kids do remote learning? Teletherapy parents. Um, I know we have three services and it's and a lot of it's three times a week for 30 minutes at a time. And then what did that look like scheduling that out for you? And how are you managing with those services? I know three is three for me. And I know many other parents might have maybe one. How are you managing with that? Parents might have more than three services. How, what does that look like for you? Because not only is it the services that you're, the related services that you're working on, but you're also working on the educational piece. What does that look like for you? Um, I'm hoping that this podcast will help each of us um, at least have a little bit better of a handle on things. Um, One tip that I might be able to share might be able to help another parent going through something that didn't think about that or, you know, my therapist might have come up with an idea that your therapist is not necessarily, you know, really thinking of because there's so many things going on. And again, these therapists have to manage um, not only our child, but every other child that they um, they work with on a daily basis. And what does that look like? Um I really want to be able to hear from people. I want to be able to hear from you know, my single parents, how are you managing? I'm a single mom and it's just me and him. And, you know, at times it can be a little hairy and, you know, you just want to throw your hands up and say, forget it. We're not doing anything today. And then there's other, other days that, 
you know, you're like really getting into the swing of things. Um, how are you doing? How are you managing? Um, two parent households, multiple kids, you know, multiple children that are with disabilities in the household. And how are you guys managing, uh, my uh, first responder families, how are you guys doing? How are you managing throughout this process? How are you able to cope? What does that look like for you? Um, and I want to also thank my first responder families. Like you make the ultimate sacrifice every day in and out, going to work and taking the risk on um, head on. I know you see some very... Um, scary things day in and day out all day just remember to take care of yourself also because at the end of the day you also have a family to go home to don't forget about yourself i know you're thinking about your parents patients first and foremost um but your family also needs you as well um I mean, I, I'm an advocate and I will always be an advocate and I want to be able to share um, my experiences and what I've been through and my, my ups, my downs. I want to also be able to share with you um, the other people I'm in contact with and my connections that I've made throughout uh, this journey. And hopefully what the information I get, I'll be able to share with you and it'll help a little bit. Um, I know it, it's, this is like super hard for me and I know it's super hard for many other parents and I, I just want to say, hang in there, uh, be strong. You know, our kids are, some of, some of our kids are just, uh, not to say oblivious, but they're in their own moment and nothing else matters but their moment and them being um, captivated by what they're doing, their experiences, the joys of just life. And I feel that we've all been at one point looked at our kids and just get lost in them just being happy and wondering what's in their head and their thoughts if you're es especially if your your child is nonverbal you know just a simple smile on their face has you thinking like what are they thinking about and and you want to get lost in that moment with them as well uh i i want to hear how your kids are doing how they're coping um what coping mechanisms are you working on I also want to hear stuff that prior to this, you know, pandemic, what things worked for you on a daily basis. Um, I know in the beginning I was working before the whole pandemic thing, I was working on de-escalating tactics. Um, I wasn't good at it, but I was working on that because, you know, after a long school day, being up so early and doing all this intensive work throughout the day, um, he would get home and it would just be a whole meltdown and having to bring him down from that and how long it would take and, and trying to figure out 
just how that made sense in his world. And um, what, what, what were you going through before this whole crisis? And what those techniques look like to help your child. Maybe they can help somebody else's child. At the end of the day, this is just a discussion between me and my friends out there in the podcast world. Um, and hopefully I can hear from you. You know, I really want input. I really want to hear from how <laughs> how this works. Um, and maybe doing more and opening up more beyond this. Um, but again, this is just a trial and seeing how this works. And I hope to hear from you. Um, you can definitely email me at questions at perfectpop.org. Um, and I'll invite you to the, to the podcast, be a part of the discussion. Uh, I want you to be a part of the dialogue. So for now, we will be doing this once a week. I'll be doing it on Sunday nights at 8.30 p.m. And just recapping my previous week with remote learning and teletherapy and what that looked like and then some some ups some downs some moments of the week um i will try to share <laughs> try to share um videos or um pictures and um if anything you can go to our website at it's perfectpop.org and um, a part of our, my, you know, my organization is to help support families through this journey. So this podcast is a part of that, as well as um, we host a brunch, which unfortunately to this whole crisis, we couldn't host yet this year. It was supposed to be uh, last month for Disa Developmental Disability Awareness Month. Um, but hopefully we are able to host it later on this year sometime. And the proceeds for that brunch goes towards purchasing an Angel Sense device for a family that cannot necessarily afford it. Um, the device is a GPS tracking device for children that elope. What elope means is children that run away um, from home, not necessarily a, a neurotypical child running away from home, but imagine uh, a child with disabilities running away from home and not being able to communicate as to where they are. Um, so this device is helpful for them and we cover one year's uh, service for the device. So if you go to our website, uh, it's up there. Our honorees for this year, we had five honorees and we're hoping to still honor them they're um, amazing human beings, amazing parents, amazing advocates. Um, each and every person I've learned something from throughout this journey or have touched me or helped me in some kind of way. And so that's kind of the premise of it. So if you also know somebody in the New York, New Jersey, Connecticut area that uh, is deserving of this award, please submit submit their names in. Um, I And all I ask is that you submit their name, a picture, and a brief bio of why you think they deserve this award. Because um, for me, I of course, I know firsthand, you know, we put ourselves last. And 
in putting ourselves last, we don't really realize how much we um, lose ourselves and our self-worth in taking care of our kids. Yes, we manage the day-to-day. We get up, we take a shower, we brush our teeth. Sometimes we eat. Um, But we take care of our kids first and foremost, and we make sure that they're well taken care of. And I'm hoping that with this small recognition, it goes a long way of you at least being able to see on a daily basis this award, because it's an actual physical award, which is pretty dope, that you know that you matter, you actually mean something to someone, um, and that you should recognize this, and hopefully that in receiving this award, it's the first step of you prioritizing yourself at least one time, once a month, once a week maybe, um, and take a day for yourself and just relaxing and decompressing because at times it can be overwhelming. Um, so yeah, this brunch is held once a year and we host it in, the first one was hosted in April in Autism Awareness Month. Yes, sir. Scar. And um, this is real life. And this year we wanted to host it in March, which is Developmental Disability Awareness Month, because um, that's one of the categories for my son. He has a rare chromosome deletion. And um, under the deletion, he has global developmental um, delay. So... I wanted to host it in that month. Not not saying we we don't recognize Autism Awareness Month. We do. We were planning to do a bunch of other things for this month, like light it up blue, and um, kicking off a a local walk in the community because I live in Queens, and hopefully you know we can still continue to do some great work and recognizing parents and recognizing our children and what that looked like um, for them. But uh, just moving forward, we have some key things coming up. And um, yes, Matt. So yeah, we have, we have still have the rest of April for Uh, Autism Awareness Month and recognizing that and knowing that a lot of our um, children, young adults, adults are having a hard time processing this whole isolation and dealing with the crisis. So please reach out to those uh, individuals if you know of of them or at least caring for your neighbors because you never know. A lot of individuals with disabilities don't really share a lot of who they are and what they're going through. So just just simple as checking in on your neighbors, making sure they're okay. You know, I have friends that check on me once a day um, since this has started because it has been overwhelming. You know, that is helpful. Um, and, and hopefully... With coming out of this crisis, we come out a little bit more aware of our surroundings, the people around us, the people that need support around us, and what that looks like. Um, 
And I'm hoping that you find some help or resources within what I'm talking about or what I say on a weekly basis. And um, I hope I hope that I'm helpful. I, I want to be helpful. And I think this is the first step of being more of a resource to the community and those beyond my community. Um, I want to thank you for listening to my test podcast episode. And I look forward to hearing from you and sharing with you some more. Have a wonderful evening. And I'll talk to you in depth tomorrow.